Never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is January 31st. It's Wednesday. It's 2019. And we're going to cover everything. You, your money, the markets, the economy, and all points in between. But first, if you do not get the show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at Gary Kalbaum. Email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary, articles we post. If you'd like to hear what you're doing, would you like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you on convictionleaders.com, our email service. Right there. GaryK.com. One month free. Check it out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Bonacon passed away at the age of 78. Uh, Nick Bonacani was on the Miami Dolphins during the 17-0 season, middle linebacker. Uh, Nick Bonacani was a great leader of the team um, during that 17-0 season. I went, I don't know how many seasons it was, but I had season tickets with my family at the Orange Bowl. 80,010 people every uh, game. I used to, we used to park behind the house by a guy named Pedro, who we knew for years. Uh, the Orange Bowl was a cesspool, but they had pretty good hot dogs. Uh, we sat around a bunch of drunken bums, but they were fun. Uh, and, you know, I must tell you that you never know the things you're going to remember. But after I – by the way, he died – he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, whatever. But it's, it's all about the CTE that all these ba- uh, football players and many wrestlers and others are having. Their brains are being destroyed because of all the hits. But I sat there today, uh, and we'll get to the markets in a second, and I started naming the Miami Dolphins team in the 17-0 season. And I remembered most of them. It was amazing. Quarterback, Earl Morrill, because Bob Greasy got injured, broke his ankle against the San Diego um, Chargers. And he went down. I remember I was at the game. It was in the Orange Bowl. Uh, Running backs, uh, Mercury Morris, Larry Zonka, Jim Kick, wide receivers, Paul Warfield, Howard Twilley, uh, Marv Fleming, I believe, was the tight end. Uh, on the line, Bob Kuchenberg, Coach Cooch. I, I went to the Bob Greasy Carl Noonan camp for football, and he was our bunkmate. Uh, Jim Langer was the center. Larry Little, All-Pro, Hall of Fame, Norm Evans, and an unheralded guy, Doug Cruzan. I remember all this. Gary Upremian was the kicker. Larry Seipel was the punter. Defense, uh, Dick Anderson, Jake Scott. Uh, cornerbacks were Foley, Tim Foley, Curtis Johnson, linebackers, Doug Swift, Nick Bonacani, Mike Colin, on the line, Vern Denherdum, Manny Fernandez, Bob Hines, Bill Stanford. I know all the starters. Amazing. Now, the rest of the team, eh, I remember a few. Jim Delgazo was a lefty quarterback. I remember him. Another running back was Hubert Ginn. Jim Mandich. That's right, Jim Mandich was also tight end. I'm sitting there trying to remember others. I can't think of any others right now. But damn, that was pretty good, huh? Anyway, uh, I attended some of the Miami Project fundraisers. Miami Project, his son, Nick Bonacani's son, was 
paralyzed uh, from a hit. I believe uh, I remember. I remember what university was. Got a big hit, got paralyzed, and they started the Miami Project uh, to help and try to figure out the paralysis thing. Uh, so I know the whole story pretty well. Anyway, I, I love the team. We were diehard Dolphin fans when we were young. We went to every game, and uh, man, we're getting freaking old. That's all I can say. We are getting old. We are getting old. Anyway. Uh. You know, it's, the, it's sometimes the little things that you remember. You know? Sometimes it's the little things. And sometimes you can remember from so far back. I just named the whole starting team for the Miami Dolphins. And I believe it was 72-73 season. And by the way, I remember they beat New England 52-0. Mercury Morris had 200 yards rushing. And it's amazing. I still remember... Bob Greasy being taken off the field with a stretcher. He, he was injured on around the 20-some-odd yard line on the closed end of the stadium of the Orange Bowl. One side of the stadium was open. And it was on the, to the left of me. Amazing, I remember all this. And I bet you sports nuts remember too, don't you? And I've always had the Dolphins in my heart, even though I'm a you know, the psychotic Giants fan now. Uh, but the Dolphins, both teams have just totally let me down recently, though the Giants have some Super Bowls under their belt. Okay. Enough with that. But you can any of you name those things? That's pretty cool of me, huh? All right. Uh, I did not watch the Democratic debate last night because uh, it was the final night of The Bachelorette. Uh, but I've heard a lot, and I, did so, I looked at some outtakes. I'll watch it uh, tonight along with the other debate. Um, I try to measure my words here. And, you know, we listen back. And I try to give, and I use the term, all due respect to people I disagree with. And, of course, there is levels of what I call all due respect. I have zero respect, zero, for Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. I have zero respect for people that believe. They're fascist, authoritarian, socialist, dictators, with communist minds. Gary, how, how dare you? Go listen to them. I've studied Karl Marx. I've studied all these dictators. And I'm not talking about the ones that murdered millions. Economic dictators. They want to take over education, energy, health care, health insurance. Shall I continue? Break up technology companies. Uh, break up banks. Shall I continue? Can you name something they don't want to run? I can go on. How about the autos? They want to dictate to the auto companies what they can and cannot do, and actually they want to get rid of get rid of all the oil, uh, the um, gas guzzling cars. Get rid of them, all of them. So they want to mandate to them too. Want me to continue? They want to get rid of coal companies, oil companies. They, they do. They want to shut them down. Part of their plan and the trillions they want to raise is to retrain people once they get their asses fired from these companies they want to put out of business. The Green New Deal in there is to castrate the airlines. I can use that word, right? Want me to continue? I haven't even talked about the taxes yet. These are the industries. Up next, we'll do a little more, and I promise you, we'll get it all in. Big market wrap. 
big, big market wrap. This is the one only investors in. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Caldbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. By the way, you know what I like about uh, these uh, getting less robot calls? I'm getting one right now that, said fr- that says fraud risk on my phone. So the companies are actually getting a little bit better at protecting us because it is just insane. I've gotten three in the last half hour. Anyway, uh, you know, they want to do a wealth tax, a climate change tax. By the way, uh, Gillibrand, I think she's denying debate, she uh, a $10 trillion climate change bill. Only $10 trillion. Only $10 trillion. No, really. These people have grapefruits the size of elephants. Um, wealth tax, climate tax, VAT tax, payroll tax, uh, war tax, higher income tax, higher corporate tax, uh, estate tax, leave the country tax. Uh, financial tax, uh, Wall Street tax. No, really. Uh, they, uh, what was the other proposal? A thousand a year given to you uh, until you're 18. Uh, they want. Uh, do I need to mention anything else? They're freaking insane. They're freaking insane. They really are communistic, socialistic, authoritarian, authoritarian dictators. There's no other way to describe these people. No other way to describe these people. And they're going to be at it again tonight. They're going to be at it again tonight. Yay! So happy. The market's complexion probably changed today. And I say probably is we had a real bad down day today off of central banks. Uh, Our central bank lowered rates a quarter point. So the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Dow down 333. S&P 32. NASDAQ 98. NASDAQ 100-103. SOX a big 51. Transport's only 83, though. Advanced declines troublesome. Up-down volume troublesome. New highs actually expanded today because we were up early. Uh, but at the close, they were all down on the day, so not really. <sighs> The president already tweeted a quarter point's not enough. The president tweeted that we should aggressively lower rates, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he is part of the insane asylum also. Um, he, while Obama was president, said that Obama um, and Bernanke were in cahoots to help him out by keeping rates low. But now that Trump's the president, all of a sudden he wants lower rates. So to me, he's in the doghouse with the rest of these easy money dolts. Sorry, Trumpsters can't help you with this. Um, why would the market go down? I could care less. Trump says it's because he didn't do enough. Yeah, sure, right. What we're going to do here is simply read the tape for you. Price first, all the other junk, and it's junk, secondary. But I do have a prediction first. Listen carefully. My guess is every if we go down, every thousand points we go down, the Fed will look to cut another quarter each time. Remember what we've been telling you. We've been right as rain. Is rain right? We've been right as whatever. 
they target the markets. Nothing more. They, they don't target the economy because they have no clue about the economy. So every thousand points or so down will be another quarter point. And what they do is they start by leaking it, just like they did this one. Now, whether or not that saves the market this time, I don't know. Remember what we have told you for years, and we don't know when. We don't know from when. But eventually, all this is going to catch up. Kids. The crooks in D.C., and it's a, that, that is an appropriate word, have spent $22.5 trillion then taken in. They should be in jail. They're going to spend more than a trillion dollars than what we give them this year and continue infinitum. Every day, our first billion and a half dollars goes towards interest and grows every day. Every day, three billion is added to our debt and grows every day. We're going to go over a ledge eventually, and it's going to make 08 look like a picnic. I'm sorry to tell you. Remember, I am the most optimistic I've ever been on you. I am the most pessimistic I've ever been on them. The Republicans are Republicans. Trump, McConnell, and Ryan lied about debt and deficits. And of course, the socialists are just insane. They, they don't, they, they, to me, they're off the scale. I watched some video last night. I, I, I was like, what? Huh? They're insane. They are communist, socialist, author, authoritarian dictators. They want to take over everything and give you the middle finger. They want to run everything in your life. They want to confiscate wealth. And we were warned a couple of hundred years ago. A couple of hundred years ago, we were told by some very smart people that we will get to the day where people know they can buy votes by confiscating wealth and handing out drips and drabs. We're there. Now, I'm telling you, we will step in. I will step in politically if I think one of these people is going to get there. I will step in because they couldn't debate me. Up next, rest of the market wrap. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And what once again to investors said. Uh, in the Dow today, Boeing down six after being up seven. You know our stance on Boeing. Apple was up four, but was up 12. You know what that's called? Distribution on the gap. Uh, I'm just going to go in order. American Express down two. Caterpillar, Cisco, Chevron, DuPont, Disney, Goldman Sachs, all one or more. Home Depot, almost four. IBM, Intel, Johnson & Johnson, Coke, one or more. Microsoft was four. McDonald's, almost two. 3M, almost three. Nike, one. Procter & Gamble, two. Travelers and United Tech, one each. United Health, almost six. Visa, three and a half. Verizon, one. Walmart, one and a half. As I mentioned, semiconductors down 51. That matters. Gold got hit pretty good. Why? Why would gold get hit good? Strengthen the dollar. Dollar broke out of range today, which is great if you're going to Europe. Do you know the the pound now is a buck twenty? I remember. I'm going to say it was ten years ago, maybe. When I went to the UK, it was two twenty. So if I wanted to buy a, a, a golf shirt, it cost me more than two times the normal amount. Restaurant more than two times the normal amount. 
Now it's 0.20. And the euro is 0.10. And what's going on there, just so you know, socialism is catching up to them. Their economy can't get out of its way, even with interest rates minus four-tenths of a percent, negative four-tenths of a percent, and they're going to lower rates more. Got hit today, and I'm going to say... I'm not going to say the complexion's really changed on the gold right now, except to say, hit a wall for now. How's that? Hit a wall. And I'll say hit a wall on everything else. Complexions change for most everything. And we'll take it day by day, because we know we're dealing with news events now, and we're dealing with the tweeter-in-chief. Tweeter, not cheater-in-chief. And we'll see how it goes. Just a rough day. Amazon breaks the 50-day. I got a few more breaking in the 50-day today also. And you got to watch that. And anything you own that breaks the 50-day should be up for review when the market gets weak. You got some blow-ups in growth land. Zendesk, Z-E-N, down 9.5 today. Breaks the 50-day on six times average volume. Twilio, after the close, down about, I think, nine bucks on good earnings. Go figure. Oh, it's been rallying back up. It's only down four bucks. Uh, so, again, uh, complexion's changed a little bit here. Doesn't mean we're going into a bear market. You got me? My best guess, time and price. What does time and price mean, Gary? Got some time and price. Price means we're going to go lower for a little bit and in time. And hopefully it's just some normal kind of sort of corrective work, which is, by the way, quite normal. You're supposed to have corrections in the market. Gary, you always say markets go up when the Fed eases. Well, the market knew the Fed was easing. I'll tell you what day, if you give me a sec. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was on June 4th. Guess what? The uh, NASDAQ went from 7,400 up to 8,300. Market already knew it. I guess because you can call this sell the news. But it doesn't matter what we call it. The only thing that matters is the market's under pressure now, and you need to be aware of it. And when you have an Apple up 12 and finishing up 4, that tells you a lot. That tells you the big institutional crowd so- sold into, I guess, perceived good news, even though we told you we thought the numbers were crappy on Apple. Minus seven earnings, plus, not even plus one on revenue. Phooey. Phooey. And there's more earnings to come out. We've gotten through most, though, now. Uh, gaps to the upside today. Let's see. Paycom, PAYC up 12, but it was up 18. Uh, Amgen up 10. Umana up 12. Lattice Semiconductor, LSCC up 3 to $19. All state up 5. I send them my uh, car insurance. So you did have some things gapping up, but you also had a bunch of things get schmacked to schmitherines. And that's what we're going to be watching. And it's also going to be imperative to watch, guess what? Remember we told you about these IPOs and the ridiculous valuations? We think those are going to get skinned in the next bearish phase. No, really. There's no doubt in my mind. Companies with $100 million in sales and $5 billion market caps, they're going to just get obliterated. How do we know this? Because we've studied Precedent, baby. P-R-E-C-E-D-E-N-T. Press-edent. And again, we'll stay on top of any changes. But we think the complexion's changed a little bit here. Doesn't mean we don't bounce tomorrow. We just think, got some time and price, once again. And let me repeat, starting to see a plethora of names breaking some support levels. And or moving averages. And the more names that do that, the more it'll tell us about the market. So it'll be somewhat of a process. And I just would just tell you right now, let's back away a little bit. Again, doesn't mean the end of the world. But just back away a little bit.
Bond market, 2.02 on the 10-year. 2.527 on the 30-year. As we said, the Fed screwed the savers again today. What, is he, what do they care? Bernanke said, as zero rates, don't worry about it. You'll make it up in the economy. He should have been kicked in the grapefruits for saying that. But everybody thinks he was a hero. I think he should have 666 on the top of his head, like Damien in Omen 2. You think I like the guy? And not much else stood out. Now, what's interesting is, let me just tell you a couple of tidbits. Nothing. Nothing. In big cap in the indices, have broken the 50-day moving average. Best guess, we're going to get there. It's not that much farther down. But I suspect, uh, let's call the Dow at uh, 26,447, another 400 points. We'll probably get there. And then we'll keep reevaluating as we go. We get our information from the market, not from the pundits. We pay no attention to the pundits and their predictions. And the other thing you got to think about, we've had a good first half of a year. I don't think we're going up 50% this year, do you? Not with earnings growth basically nil. So really, just one day, but I think probably the complexion changes, knowing that usually on Fed Day, the next day kind of reverses a little bit. I get that. After the close, a few little things going on. Qualcomm, not a good after the close. A bunch of companies did report lower than expected numbers. So, you know, I see futures are down a little bit here. Again, no biggie for tomorrow so far. But the market has its way of when it starts moving a certain way. It goes that way for a little bit. You should know that by now. I guess they call that the button pushers and the algorithms and things like that. If you have any questions, any thoughts, any suggestions, you can email me at GaryK.com. Anytime. Up next, more, this, that, the other thing, whatever else. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor that. You're listening to. What are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's Edge. With Gary Kopp. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Some news. Uh, the Trump administration says it will set up a system allowing me- Americans to legally access lower-cost prescription drugs from Canada. Huh. That is interesting. I wonder what the drug lobby is going to say about this. I bet their veins are popping out of their heads right now. If Trump can get this done, we will give him applause. The big applause, ladies and gentlemen. That's great news. Lower costs are a good thing. I've always had a question why you can get cheaper drugs in Canada than here. The same drugs. The same drugs. I'm just writing something. Thank you. Other news. Do I even go there? You've been reading about these police officers being doused with water. 
unfortunately, my prediction is one of these buckets is going to have a brick in it, and one of these officers are going to die. Scary crap. With the mayor of New York basically hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Remember, my pet peeve with Kaepernick wasn't that he kneeled. is that he wore socks depicting police officers as pigs. But I guarantee you, if he was in harm's way, the first thing he would be yelling Kaepernick, Police! In the news. I don't know if you know this, but Google has this big get-together. It's a Google Summit. And you know, these elitists, they, they bring in billionaires... Barack Obama, Prince Harry, Katy Perry, Leonardo DiCaprio. They've dubbed it Google Camp. And what they do is they get together uh, this year at a posh Italian resort. And the event is to focus on fighting climate change. And here's the amazing part of the, the equation. 114 private jets were flown in to meet the fight climate change. Every one of these people should be kicked in the grapefruits as being charlatans and hypocrites from the CEOs of Google on down. If there's anything I abhor, is anybody preaching to me about what I have to do? And then they do the exact opposite. Not to mention they're all on a bunch of yachts also. Yachts. Gas guzzlers. I'm jealous I wasn't invited. But I don't whine and complain about climate change. Quite amazing. Quite amazing. I'm getting a few emails already. I love the ones that ask, how far down do you think we go? I don't know. Nobody knows. I just know we probably started a down leg today. And I use the word probably because nothing's ever 100%, but I'm pretty good on this if you followed us. I love that. I got asked 14 times in the last two days about Beyond Meat. And I answered every one. And I said the same thing. When the music stops, it's a $30, $40, $50 stock. Closed at 196 today. And not because they're not going to grow and not because they're not going to make money. It's because the valuation's a joke. Simple as that. Would you pay $100,000 for a Chevy Malibu? That's the best way I can put it. Actually, that's being nice. Would you pay $200,000 for the Chevy Malibu? That's about right. That's all we're saying. And as we always tell you, and it's so important to remember, valuation always, 100% of the time, in the end matters. 100% of the time. So for all you beyond meters, just maybe it goes to 400 first. First thing they got to do is work through the secondary. And see, I think that comes tomorrow. See how it's taken. It can go higher. I'm just talking about in the end. And I promise you, this is, will be a going concern. Maybe it bought out. Maybe a brand name. You know, I talked about ConAgra. ConAgra can buy them. I wouldn't even doubt that. I doubt they would buy them for $14 billion, which is market price here. Unless they're insane. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple. 
Make sure you have your children. Good night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.